Business Class is brought to you by the Tourism Academy, harnessing the power of science, business psychology, and adult education to advance the tourism industry and build sustainable economies. Learn how to engage your community, win over stakeholders, and get more visitors at tourismacademy.org. Jody Shumway, uh, 61 this year. <laughs> Not that that matters. Uh, Pretty much. I've been born and raised here in Wyoming, Star Valley area. I am the fifth generation in, uh, in this valley, and we've been in the dairy business in my family for five generations. My kids are the sixth, so, and I guess that's a good start. It's a good start. So do you want to explain how you and I met? Sure. Through uh, Harvest Host would be the the way we met. Uh, it's been a program that we've been part of for three years. And thus far, it's, it's been a great program. We get to meet people like yourself and, and lots of different, from all over the world. I mean, it's crazy how many people, even different national, even other countries come and do it. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's a great program. They would never find us, or you would never, you know, had you not been part of Harvest Host. And so that was, I think that's a big plus. So, so what do you do via Harvest Host? Prior to... Harvest host, or I mean, or what? What is what does Harvest host do for you, or what? Oh, okay. Um, for somebody that might not know what it is. Well, Harvest host it brings in people with RV campers, whatever, any kind of sleeping device they bring. There's a lot of them. They pretty creative ones that come. But, but basically, they're here on our working farm, uh, and we have a little farm store here. And so when they come, they get to participate. They can help. They can look or do whatever. Return, they stay for free, and in return, they buy different stuff <clears throat> at our store. So that makes it good for both. So, so it's a win win deal. Were you receiving many tourists or tourism visitors before Harvest House? Yes, I mean, we in our little area we put signs up on the main road detouring people in here during the summer. So, we, we do have a pretty good flow of just people going through to Jackson that we never had much uh, RV type people until Harvest Toast. So that just added more more stuff to it and just made yeah, more tourism. Basically, it really helped. So, How do other dairy farmers respond when you tell them that you get lots of tourists or that you work in tourism? Oh, okay. They, most of them say you're crazy, right? <laughs> Mostly because, you know, a dairy farm is a it's a it's a pretty intense twenty four seven type operation, and most people don't got time to to cater and talk and visit and clean up and you know it's it's a lot of work. But so so most people I don't think would want to participate. But we're we're a smaller scale dairy to where we can accommodate stuff like this, and I think that we're you know obviously we. Each year we improve, but, but I think it's it's been it's been good for us. I don't think it's for every dairy farm for sure. I think most of if you're not retailing or selling to the public, they don't want no part of it, pretty much. So, tell me about a time when you realized that tourism was making a difference to your business. Well, you know, even even harvest homes. I mean, we had prior we had. 
uh, ice cream people flowing, which made a big difference. But we did notice right from the first year harvest toast, I felt that it's hard to put a real figure on, but our maybe uh, one fifth or something of the income in the summer is harvest toast. So I was pretty impressed. And each year I think we added to it. We're trying to get more products and so yeah, I think overall it's it's been a great program. So I could we could probably go back through and get a pretty good idea, but it's it's a it's a pretty good number, you know, that's increased for us by having them here. So did you ever second guess second guess having people stay in their RVs on your property? <laughs> I never have personally, but my wife, no, she, if you ask her, she, she, she's got a different opinion, but geez, I just feel like I'm being overrun here, you know, or whatever, but I said, oh, yeah, go to bed, you'll never see him. <laughs> she's fine with it now, but yeah, she kind of, she didn't like it in the beginning, but uh, I never have, I, I guess I've been always, I like to talk to people and uh, visit, see where everybody's from and all that, so it's, I like it, it's been great. What's, uh, what's a unique experience that somebody might have while visiting the farm that they probably wouldn't get somewhere else? And, and I'll throw it out there. I had one yesterday evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's interesting. That, that's, that is really what it's all about is just the experience. You're never going to forget the experience. Well, you know, and yours was, was different, but it was, you know. But I, I have, we've had people, the biggest attraction is our, our baby calves in the summer. Like we have like six families here and they're all a bunch of little kids running around. They all line up to feed the calves and, and it's pretty fun and, and they never forget that. I mean, they're like, okay, we want to do that in the morning. What time? How? If I told them at three o'clock in the morning, they'd be up doing it. <laughs> we're not going to do it that early, but you know, but they, they love it. And so they're lined up. I'll have 20 kids out there fighting over which calf to feed and, and uh, then we get a lot of locals that come out and stuff. So that's that's one experience, but I've taken people to the river on my on my side by sides to look at the cow, show them this. I mean, I, I'm probably too accommodating, but <laughs> but not really. I mean, it's it's all part of it. So, how does it make you feel when you see people experiencing the, a farm for the first time? Well, I, you know, it, it does. There's a certain amount of pride that goes in that. I think it makes you feel good, especially when people think. Really appreciate this, you know, and they it makes you feel good. And they, well, okay, that's worth doing. And, and then when they try our products, they say, "Man, this is good stuff," you know. It is. And and we have people that stop here on the way, and we have people that stop here on the way back just to stop. Now, once they taste it, they and we're sold. And so that's been really good. Um, so, but there's a lot of different experiences, and we actually this year, maybe I'll throw this in right now. Uh, we're probably going to consider. Tourism is we're going to do buggy rides. We're going to do a horse, horse drawn little wagon deal. So we got all, you know, everybody in the evening, maybe something to do, take a ride. You know, it's a mile. We can go a mile to the river and back, which is, that's plenty. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so we're going to probably try to do that after Memorial Day, starting Memorial Day. So that'd be an added feature. <laughs> and so uh, to recount for the, the audience what happened yesterday. Right. I took my dog out for his evening walk as usual, and then about an hour and a half later, he started barking at the door to the RV. Right. And I looked out the door and I saw a couple rather large pigs <laughs> staring back at me yeah. because they they gotten out. Right. 
right. <laughs> and uh, I walked up and knocked on the farmhouse door. I think it was, was it your son? Rob. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your son answered, like, oh, we're going to have to take care of that. <laughs> and what followed, you know, do you want to explain what, what happened after that? Me and my sandals. Right, right, yeah. We was, well, my son came out, we finally got him heard in the right direction, and of course... If you get closer to the pen, it wasn't a place for sandals, and... No, it was not. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, so we finally got them rounded up and had to bait them in, you know, feed them a little bit, and we kind of finally got them in there, but all of their, they're just, it's tough to get them back in. They want to get out right now. We're going to move them here next week, but, uh, so yeah, it's, that was a good experience for you. <laughs> and then this morning? Oh, yeah, the three little pigs that came out. <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing cuter than three little pigs running around doing their own thing. That's, that's, that's really why I love pigs because man, they're so they got such a personality. It's crazy, isn't it? It really is. Yeah, really. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun to watch them. They were surprisingly friendly with me. Was that you? Got pretty close. You got pretty. They came close. up. They like no sniffed me and like really? touched me. Well, you got the touch, man. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't try it with the bigger hogs. No. I said that's pretty good. I said to someone yesterday, I'm like, they were. Pig noising. It wasn't oinks. <laughs> they were like barks. Right. Yeah, they had some strange noises. Yeah, that's pretty impressive that they come up to you. Usually they're like pretty, pretty crazy standoff each other. So, cool. Yeah. And where do you like to go on vacation? Oh, well, what limited time we do, it's usually in the winter when I'm thinking south. So, so that's that's my always my destination is south in the winter. We don't usually get away in the summer much, but in the winter I like to go to yeah, Phoenix, down that area, St. George, Utah. And believe it or not, sometimes just to hang out in a nice motel and uh, you know, I mean so, and, and I like to see country too, but yeah, that's pretty much we all go to the I guess we live in the country, go to the city, you know, and vice versa, right? So and what is something you learned from your dad that you practice every day? Hmm. Well, that's a, that's a good question. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of things. That... My dad was very, very uh, adamant on the, uh, you know, we would say that the hardest part of any job is to get started, right? So. So I always think of that, you know, sometimes like, I don't, want, I don't want to start this, I don't want to do it, you know, and then once you start it, you, you realize you can, <laughs> you'll, you'll get it done. If you don't start it, you'll never get done. So that's one thing, and then just persistence. I mean, a farmer, I mean, I've done this my whole life, and something like, what the heck you've done, you know, and it's, you just take one day at a time. And it's, it's, I guess I learned that from my dad as well. He was, he was pretty persistent, so raises to be the same way, I guess, so. And how are you most like your mom? Well, that's a good question. She, she's probably more quiet, more individual. I mean, I, I enjoy people, but yet I enjoy my quiet time and by myself, and so I can, some people can't work alone. Some people have to work with somebody, and not, not me. I, I love to work by myself. So that's what she is. I mean, I think that's one thing she, it's, it's always nice to get by herself and do it, so. And what is something that you hope your kids 
take from you. Mmm, boilers. Yeah, you would hope. Having, a, having an eye for animals is a big thing. And I think my kids are learning it. They've still got a little ways to go. I mean, I can, I can look from a pretty good distance and tell whether that animal feels good or they don't. And it's a, it's a, it's a learned thing. You have to, you know, you have to be observant and bad and just, just, just overall observance. I mean, there's just so many, there's so many moving parts on a farm that's, you gotta be, and sound. Sound is a big thing, believe it or not. You know, it's like, man, I can hear clank, this, that, or, you know, and I can, there's something going on. And so you, you stop and fix it, you know, because sound's a big thing. So, so I hope they can pick that up, that they can learn to, you know, because, yeah, we're going to pass this on to the kids. So they got to learn it. So they'll figure it out. And how would you want to be remembered by the visitors who come here and the people who know you best? Wow, probably, I hope people come here and feel a sense of peace and uh, just a, you know, just a reverence for, for what we do and for, you know, I guess the land and just the whole farm setting. I, I wanted to feel that because basically that's, to me, that's what it's all about is just that we're stewards over this piece of the earth and that's, that's what we want to take the best care of it and it's it's a spiritual thing i mean it, you know i mean it goes hand in hand your animals your life and the, and the whole you know you can you can do it a lot of different ways but that's just the way we feel up to we, we want to so when people come here i i want them to feel feel at, uh, a peace here they can kind of rest from their worries and cares and and you know, i think i think for the most part they do i don't know there's some that come in and go fast but they take the time, I guess, you know, and that's a lot of it. You got when you're on vacation you gotta take time, right? So yeah. Anyway, yeah. And by the people who know you best and your family members and how would you want them to describe you? Well, I'm pretty patient, I guess. I, you know, it's one characteristic. I mean, I never get mad only at a cow. I'd be the only time I ever get mad. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty easy going, and I can take a lot of, lot of heat, a lot of, lot of stuff, and so I, I want to be remembered as a, as the gentle farmer that I can, you know, because attitude and, and just your presence, you know, that's truly what it's about, you know, just not to be, uh, you know, caught up into the hurry rush, hard, you know. Explain it, but yeah, he's just just a nice, more of an easygoing guy, I guess. So, well, my kids all want to come back, right? Because I wasn't too too hard on them. <laughs> some some people, I'm never going back. You know, that, right. that was too hard of a deal. But my kids love it here. When I saw you, I saw lights on at five o'clock this morning. Right. And I know you guys were out working at eight thirty last night. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a long day. Yeah, it's a long day. Yeah. Summers are crazy. Yeah, summers we put in a lot of hours, but yeah, winter's not quite as bad. But uh, we still we still put in our twelve hours every day. <laughs> Is there anything I didn't ask that you wish I did? Oh, you know, there's a lot. I, I think I think that we are, you know, going back to this this feeling on the farm. I think it's so important to 
to recognize where our food comes from, and we're part of that movement. We're really trying to do the right things to generate, to regenerate. We're, you know, worked in, we want to consider ourselves as a regenerating farm, and that means a lot of different things. It can mean the regenerative livestock, but mostly our land and our soil, that's, that's where it all starts. And so as we regenerate our soils and put more carbon, more organic matter back into the soil, it makes a better product. It, it comes back to our health. And I guess, you know, that's a big passion of mine. It has been for years to, and so we're trying to do all these, you know, and, it, and it's more work. Moving cows and, you know, they call it, you know, strip grazing, mob grazing, a lot of different terminologies for it, but that's, it, show, it, it, it really pays big dividends, and that's what we strive to do. In fact, like I said, at the end of the week, we're going to be going out to pasture, and then it's like, oh, the work really begins because you got to move these cows every day. And uh, but but you know overall it's that's that's what I want to be recognized as, as that type of a farm that is truly, you know, I want to make a great product and get it out to people and and not just for for my own health but for everybody's health because we are what we eat you know and I don't want to you know downplay the the industry a lot but but you know we we've we've been taught a lot of crazy practices in the in the industry and you, you know you just grow up you grow up doing this doing that you know and and now we're taking a second look at it that, that really isn't the best way you know to kill everything spray chemicals fertilizers they i don't even you know i used to believe in all of it but i don't believe in any of it anymore it's it's more of a natural take on all of it because at the end of the day you know we we got to eat what we're killing <laughs> there's a wagon full of fertilizer outside yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and that's what we try to incorporate in our place. You know, it's, and the cost too. It's like it's expensive to buy commercial fertilizer. You know, and like I said, everybody has a learning curve, and everybody's on their own journey. I mean, we're 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 here doing what we're doing because that's what we believe in. So, but. and if folks want to learn more or visit, how would they find you? Uh, we. Website, website, or, or yeah, showmyfarms.com. There's a little information on there. I hope the kids someday do better and keeping it updated. That's not my job. <laughs> no, that's not my job. But you know, I mean, if anybody really want to reach out, I mean, I we could we could post a, a number or something on personal email or personal phone number. I don't care. And you're in Afton, Wyoming. Afton, Wyoming. Yeah. How far are you from? What are what are a couple things nearby that people might do? Oh, there's a ton to do. I mean, we're we're really close to Jackson, which everybody wants to go to Jackson, 75 miles from Jackson, so we're we're pretty close. There's a lot of other activities here. We got all the mountainous, every activity in the mountains and the waters here, other than you know we don't have Jackson downtown and <laughs> stuff like that. But but uh, you do have antlers. We do have the antlers. We do have we have the largest geyser. Intermittent spring in the United States. I think there's one in Europe that says it is equal to it, but it's pretty cool. So what that what that means, and there's a trail, and they, you know, it's all marked. You guys can see that, but it's, it's considered a intermittent geyser, and it gushes out of the side of a mountain rather than blow straight in the air like Old Faithful. Hmm. It comes right out of the side of the mountain. So, and then and, and in the fall it will intermit when the it's like there's this big underground uh, lake reservoir basically what it is and so it fills up spills out the side of the mountain and we're talking half size this room 
Wow. You know, it'll it'll gush out, and then and then then it'll go back down. It'll stop. The whole creek will stop. Uh, you know, it'll stop, and then it'll sit dry for 15, 20 minutes. It'll gush out. Cool. So yeah, that's a big attraction. So that's a local thing. Good fishing, good hunting. There's a lot of Grand Teton National Park, Yellowstone National Park. Right, all very close. You know, so perfect. Yeah, excellent. Well, thank you. Yeah, you bet. I appreciate you. Yeah, you bet. <laughs>